Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Thursday, February 1st. U.S. stocks bounced back Thursday from the previous day's Federal Reserve-driven nosedive as Treasury yields dropped to the lowest levels of the year and investors wait for more mega-cap company earnings and Friday's non-farm payrolls report from the Labor Department. Buyers returned less than a day after the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC, elected to leave benchmark short-term rates unchanged but also indicated no rate cuts are imminent. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained a boost as Merck jumped more than 4% after the pharmaceutical company reported stronger-than-expected earnings. Earnings from Amazon, Apple, and Facebook parent Meta Platforms, three of the magnificent seven megacaps, were expected after Thursday's close. According to Nathan Peterson, Director of Derivatives Analysis at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, a sharp drop in Treasury yields, which may reflect resurfacing regional bank worries, helped encourage buyers. The 10-year Treasury yield fell to just under 3.82%, its lowest point since late December. Stocks recovered from yesterday's sell-off as investors digested the FOMC meeting and the drop in yields, Peterson said. Thursday's stepped-up Treasury buying, which sent yields lower, may be related to a continued slump in regional banks and perhaps a belief that the Fed may be more likely to lower rates in the future if problems related to corporate real estate and the impact on regional banks escalates, Peterson added. Here is where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index rose 60.54 points, or 1.3%, to 4,906.19. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 369.54 points, or 1%, to 38,519.84. And the Nasdaq Composite added 197.63 points, or 1.3%, to 15,361.64. The 10-year Treasury note fell over 10 basis points to 3.86%, and the SIBO Volatility Index, or the VIX, fell 0.47 of a point to 13.88. Regional banking shares remained under pressure in the wake of poorly received quarterly results earlier this week from New York Community Bank Corp., which took over the failed Signature Bank in 2023. The bank's shares fell another 11% on top of a 38% drop Wednesday, while the KBW Regional Banking Index sank 2.3% to a two-month low. The bank weakness was offset by strength in several other sectors, including retail and consumer discretionary. As far as stocks on the move, C.H. Robinson dipped over 12% after the shipping and logistics company reported weaker-than-expected quarterly earnings and revenue. Corteva surged nearly 19% after the seed and pesticide company reported an increase in fourth-quarter operating income, excluding taxes and other charges, and projected higher sales in 2024, saying it expects record demand for grain, oil seeds, and biofuels to continue growing. Ferrari gained 12% after the sports car maker reported better-than-expected fourth-quarter earnings and forecast higher sales for 2024. Honeywell International fell 2.5% after the industrial conglomerate's fourth-quarter revenue fell short of expectations. 
Norfolk Southern jumped over 9% after the Wall Street Journal reported an investor group led by Ancora Holdings took a large stake in the railroad and plans a proxy fight aimed at removing the company's CEO. Peloton Interactive plunged 25% after the exercise bike company projected lower-than-expected sales for the current quarter. Qualcomm lost 5% after Citigroup downgraded the stock to neutral from buy, citing weaker-than-expected profit guidance from the wireless technology company. And Wolfspeed tumbled over 13% after the semiconductor company released quarterly guidance that fell shy of Wall Street's expectations. Friday's earnings calendar includes two major energy companies, Chevron, a Dow member, and ExxonMobil. Shares of both have rebounded from a weak start to 2024 because oil prices have strengthened since mid-January, reflecting concern over supply disruptions from conflict in the Middle East. At least three pharmaceutical companies are expected to report Friday, including AbbVie, Bristol-Myers Squibb, and Regeneron Pharmaceuticals. Peterson noted technical patterns for the S&P 500 and other benchmarks remain in an uptrend and are still relatively bullish, just not as stretched to the upside as the market was at the start of the week. Still, market seasonality leans bearish, he added. February is typically the weakest month for the Nasdaq composite. Stocks were already weak Wednesday afternoon when the FOMC ended its two-day meeting and, as expected, left its funds rate target unchanged at 5.25% to 5.5%. But selling accelerated after the FOMC, in a post-meeting statement, said it does not expect it will be appropriate to reduce the target range until it has gained greater confidence that inflation is moving sustainably towards its 2% long-term goal. Post-meeting comments from Jerome Powell added further pressure after the Fed chair indicated a rate cut in March was unlikely. The FOMC results prompted investors to scale back expectations for potential rate cuts. Late Thursday, traders priced odds of a fund's rate cut following the March FOMC meeting to less than 38 percent, down from 48 percent a week ago, according to the CME FedWatch tool. The market sees greater chances for a rate cut in the spring. As the tool shows a 94% chance, the fund's rate will be at least a quarter point lower after the FOMC's May meeting. Focus now turns to Friday's non-farm payrolls report, which likely will shape market expectations for the paths of the economy and interest rates early this year. The report is expected to show job growth slipped early this year, but remained relatively strong. Non-farm payrolls are expected to rise by 185,000, and the unemployment rate is expected to rise to 3.8% from 3.7% in December, according to Trading Economics. Wage numbers will also be closely scrutinized for clues to the Fed's next potential moves. Wage growth is expected to rise 4.1% year-over-year, equaling December's increase. Wage trends may hold even more meaning as far as interest rates are concerned, Schwab Center for Financial Research analysts say in a report. We continue to pencil in three to four rate cuts this year, with the first occurring in May. Job numbers earlier this week suggested some slowdown in the labor market, which was surprisingly strong last year despite the Fed's steep rate increases. Earlier Thursday, weekly initial jobless claims surpassed expectations at 224,000, above the previous four-week average. 
Additionally, continuing claims jumped to 1.898 million from the previous week's 1.833 million, the largest rise in claims since mid-August. This may indicate people who lost jobs are having a harder time finding new ones. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.